But when I really started to dig into how relevant I was for where I wanted to have impact next, there were some real noticeable gaps, ways I had to show up, things I had to learn more about, and people that had social capital that needed to learn about me. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. How relevant are you for where you want to have more impact next? This may seem like a silly question. At some level, I'm sure you're thinking, well, I've been doing this for 5, 10, or 15 years. I would say I'm relevant. But are you? I ask this because it's been asked of me on different occasions and usually during different crossroads in my career. The question of relevance has often appeared when others may or may not have known of my experience, knowledge, expertise, or even training. I specifically remember a time in my career when I thought many saw me as a key contributor and obvious choice for the next promotion, but when I let others know I was ready for that next opportunity, I was politely asked to stay focused on my current role. When I did a little bit more investigation, I was kindly told things such as, do you really think you're relevant for this new role? Do you have the experience needed to take on this next step? Or worse, our leadership team just does not see you in the role you aspire to obtain next. Or my favorite, there are others who are just more experienced than you. Well, I must admit, I did not think that this feedback was deserved or appropriate, even if it had merit. At first, I was aggravated and annoyed, But when I really started to dig into how relevant I was for where I wanted to have impact next, there were some real noticeable gaps, ways I had to show up, things I had to learn more about, and people that had social capital that needed to learn about me. So if you have aspirations to take your career to the next level or expand your impact or manage more people, or even get on a board, it's very possible that you have to mind your gaps, that you have to understand where you have to create more relevance based on where you want to have more impact next. So let's jump right in because I think it's really important to create relevance based on where you want to have impact next. And oftentimes there are gaps. So let's just start from the beginning. What areas do you want to have more relevance? Now, this could be a topic related to a product or an industry or a competitive landscape, or maybe you're changing trajectories and you want to move from one product line or one department to the other. Whatever it is for you, where do you want to have more relevance? Second question, why do you need to be more relevant around this topic? Can you leverage what you already have, or do you need to add to your toolkit? Now, of course, you probably do need to add, but do you need to add an abundance of information, certifications, knowledge, expertise, or you can you strategically add things to create relevance, give you talking points and make connections to people that will see you in this new light and help you align for that next level. Third, with that, who needs to be aware of your flourishing knowledge or awareness or expertise or experience in this particular area? Now, I say this because I was in tech most of my career, 
most of my early years, I spent in the data center, installing products, training on products, aligning customers' current infrastructure to new infrastructure. But in my mid-30s, I had a lot of yeses going on in my personal life. Yes, I'll get married. Yes, we can have children. And my job that often required me to be on-site, sometimes all over the world, really wasn't conducive to some of the yeses in my personal life. And when I decided to have children, I needed a role that I could be closer to home. With this, a friend of mine, Ted, said, you know what, JJ, you should check out sales. I think you'd be great at it. You're often with customers already. It would just really be a shift in where you impacted customers and how you aligned to the business. Reluctantly, but excited, I took a sales position I didn't know much about the ins and outs of sales, but I did have years and years of experience of solving business problems with technology. So I was pretty sure I could get the hang of it. After a few months, I learned there was a lot to learn. But after four years, I had a great run in sales. I met a lot of fabulous people, and we solved a lot of business problems with emerging technology. But after about four and a half years, I wanted to move back into the technical side of the business. And so when I raised my hand to say, you know what, I really like to go back into cloud and the cloud business. Many of the people that knew me in that organization only knew me as a salesperson. And so they didn't really see the last 15 years of experience that were mostly resided around technology, products, and data center. And so I had to create more relevance in that area so people could easily see me leap from the sales PL over the product PL, which ultimately I ended up landing in the marketing PL. But it wasn't initially. In fact, it took me about 12 months to get from, hey, we really appreciate you wanting to go in this new direction, but we're not interested, to jumping over to that new PL. And not only did I have to create more relevance, but I had to align people not only where I was, but where I wanted to go. And I had to show new skill sets in the area I wanted to pursue next. So let's talk about how you can do that. One of the ways that I have created a list that has guided where I'm going to spend my time and energy to create more relevance is to investigate people who are already where I want to go. So who is already relevant in this area? What titles do they currently hold and for what company? What professional steps have they taken to get there? What groups do they belong to now? What have they posted, published, or participated in? And what makes them uniquely equipped for the level of impact they're at at this particular time? This was one of the first exercises I conducted after I was told no. Nope, we're not ready for you to move in that direction. Nope, you don't have the credentials. Nope, we have found somebody else. After being a little bit upset and annoyed, I started to do research. I wanted to find everyone I could in LinkedIn that held the role I aspired to acquire next. So I created a spreadsheet. I had their title and that I had many of the activities that they've conducted over the last 24 to 36 months. And from that list, I created a to-do list for myself. Now, it was very clear living in Ohio that I wasn't going to be able to move to San Francisco, nor was I going to be able to obtain my PhD. But I would be able to write a presentation, write an article, 
speak at a conference, bring product managers into my customer meetings. So creating a list of to-dos based on people that are already where you want to have impact next has been very strategic for me and really helped give me guidance on where to focus my time and energy. Today's referral sponsor is Green Chef. Green Chef is an organic certified company that provides easy, organic, fresh ingredients delivered right to your doorstep. You choose your recipes each week, including keto, gluten-free, low-carb, and my favorite, plant-based. Check the show notes for a $55 coupon. Thank you, Green Chef. So this relevance thing is really interesting. It really is not something I thought about, as I mentioned before earlier on in my career. But as you move up in your career, there are fewer and fewer jobs available. And so you really do have to make sure that not only do people need to know about your accomplishments, which I talk about in episode six, strategically sharing your accomplishments, but you also need to align to the right mentors and sponsors, which is highlighted in episode eight. And to do that, you really need to not only understand where you are, but where you want to have impact next and what type of relevance you need to create to essentially build that bridge from where you are to where you want to go. So as I mentioned earlier, it's really important to get an area of where you want to be more relevant and then really identifying who needs to be aware of your flourishing knowledge or awareness in this particular area. And in the last section, I shared about six things to ask yourself when you're researching people that are already relevant in this area. I will definitely include those questions with the download in the show notes. So a few of you may be thinking, JJ, this is all great, but I'm really busy in my day job and I'm really focused on doing a great job in the job I'm in. I honestly think that's a great focus, but if you desire to have more influence and impact based on what's next for you, you definitely have to make time in your schedule and aligning your yeses, your work and your energy is absolutely necessary. And I provide a four page worksheet in episode two so that you can find areas in your existing calendar that allow you to add additional things to your day, week, quarter, or month to gain that initial knowledge, to enhance relationships, to create relevance so other people can see you in a new light. Some of the ways I do this is I sign up for online courses. I go to conventions. I read books. I ask to speak at conferences. There are a lot of different things you can do to increase your relevance. And in fact, this week I'm heading to Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta is a peak in Northern California in the Cascade Range within the state. Mount Shasta lies on the south side and a lot of adventure seekers and spiritual seekers go to Mount Shasta. I've had Mount Shasta on my list for a while, but I wanted to make sure it was worth my time, that it made sense for me to go. And as I'm starting to take my retreats from one night to multiple nights, I'm starting to attend other women's retreats so I can get a flavor of how they show up how they prepare, what things they provide the attendees, how the flow of the retreat happens. For me, as I mentioned before, I'm a big believer in following people that are already where you want to go, where you want to have relevance next. So I'm making a personal investment in myself and in my business to attend several retreats over the next few months to really get a flavor of how people not only 
outline the agenda, but how they flow from one activity to the next. And I see this as an investment for where I want to take the next level of my retreats going forward. And you may have the same scenario. You want to take something to the next level off the side of your desk and you need to go attend, read, talk to people that are already making this happen. So what activities can you add to your list that will not only give you relevance, but maybe even confidence based on where you want to have impact next? If you Google relevance and working or staying relevant or being relevant for your next role, you'll find a slew of articles in almost every business magazine. And I think what it really boils down to is that companies love people that keep learning, that are up on industry data, that are aware of the competitive landscape and have knowledge of what it takes to get from here to there. With that, I'm going to share one of the tricks I use to move from that, no, we're not interested in hiring you or moving you into this new PL to the yes that I received 12 months later. And it really encompasses many of the things that the articles talk about. It talks about training, credibility, industry knowledge and news, specializing in a specific area, and even engaging people online. All of these things are instrumental, but if you can find a strategy that helps you check a few of those boxes, that can truly be a game changer. And when I was trying to move from my sales position into the product P&L, that initial no was hard. And I wasn't really sure how to work around it because I didn't really realize at the time that I was going to need different types of people to help me, that I needed to be relevant in a different way. And when I initially got those no's, of course, as I mentioned, I was frustrated And I was eager to see what other people that had similar roles and similar companies were doing and did to get to those positions. But one of the most instrumental things I did at the time is I set up Google alerts. Now you have to remember this was back in 2010. So cloud computing definitely didn't get the legs that it has now. So I set up a Google alerts for cloud computing. And in doing so every day, I would get a list of articles on the topic. I would read a couple of them, I would pick my favorite, and I would put it on my LinkedIn profile. I would copy the URL, and at first I didn't have the confidence to post my own opinion, so I would find a sentence or two in the article and just quote that and put it in the description and maybe say, you know, this really hit home or this information is going to be instrumental for my customers or many corporations are going to value this technology in this way. I would just put some reference around the quote that I captured from the article. And then over time, I would add my own opinions. I would weigh in on what I thought. I did this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week, I would post relevant articles around and within the position I wanted to move towards. In doing so, not only was I learning every time I was reading articles, but I was posting with keywords on LinkedIn Through this, I was asked to participate in a few panels. I was educating my customer on the next generation technology for the data center. And eventually I moved up the ranks for the SEO for cloud computing in LinkedIn. I went from page 14,000 to page number one. It was a winning strategy because not only did it 
increase my knowledge and my relevance, but I engaged with similar people on social media and I was current on what was happening in the marketplace. And wouldn't you know, the company in which I worked came back to me and asked me to interview for another cloud position, which is how I ended up in the marketing group. But it was go-to-market strategy for cloud computing and I would not have been able to talk about the current landscape, build a plan to go to market, and be aware of what everyone else is doing in the marketplace if I hadn't taken the time to read the articles and get up to speed on what was happening in the space in which I wanted to immerse myself into. So if you have a strategy that works for you, you have some ideas or comments on what I've shared here today, please drop me a DM. Check out the show notes at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 10 and share the information with people that you're mentoring or sponsoring women's groups you're part of. We always include a couple questions for women's groups to discuss around each and every podcast because so many of the groups I work with are turning podcasts into discussions. So I look forward to seeing you here again and thank you for taking the time to listen. 